Welcome to Nexus Podcast with, with my dad. I'm your host, and I'm Coco. This will change your life. Hey, what is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. On this week's episode of the podcast, I want to have a quick conversation as I had a thought simply pop into my head just within the last few minutes that I thought would be critical to share with you. It's a conversation I've had in the office over the last few weeks. And the importance is this, is that understanding that your body is insanely powerful and that the things that you're experiencing inside your life may not necessarily be a bad thing. And so I'm going to flip upside down the conversation of what it means to be sick or to have symptoms in a way that you probably never heard of before. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus podcast, where I talk about your symptoms may not be a bad thing. I've got to take a quick moment before I jump into the topic of this podcast and give every single one of you listening right now a huge thank you. And the reason for that is this, is that last week, the podcast had over 400 downloads And that is a number that is like nine times more than I've ever had in any one week ever. So whatever the reason for that, I appreciate you. If you shared it up with somebody, I love you. I appreciate you. This is how we get it in the hands of more people. So from the bottom of my heart, if you listen, if you're a regular listener, if this is your very first time listening, wherever you are in that continuum, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now let's jump into the episode. So here's the thought. And the thought is this, is that your symptoms may not necessarily be a bad thing. Getting sick, you've heard me talk about this before, is getting sick actually isn't getting sick. It's your body's expression of health. Your body has a fever for a very specific reason. If we didn't have fever, likely we would die. And so, because what's happening is the same reason that we cook chicken on the grill before we eat it is because we want to burn off the bad bacteria that may negatively affect our bodies. And so our body heats up the exact same way when we have a fever. So there are all these processes within our systems that are constantly happening in order to keep us protected and keep us safe. Fever being one of them, stuffy nose being another, cough being another, sneeze being another. But when we talk about like digestive issues, oftentimes these are all protective mechanisms within inside the body. And the reason that we have these mechanisms within us, the reason that symptoms arise is because, not because we are necessarily broken, the response to stress in our environment does one of two things in our bodies. It either puts us into a stressed out state, which changes our physiological function, or it keeps us in a rest and digest state. So if you can imagine that you are constantly stressed out 24 seven all the time, and by the way, most of the stress that you were experiencing, I'm experiencing on a daily basis comes from the thoughts that we have about ourselves and our thoughts and thoughts alone. And so when we talk about stress, like, yes, it could be a car accident. Yes, it could be, you know, uh, getting in an argument with the spouse or something like that. Yes, it could be somebody attacking you, but most of the stress that we have is actually previous physical trauma, or sorry, not physical, previous mental trauma that we actually never process. And so then in the background, our brain is constantly running this fight or flight loop because we never fought or ran away when we had that stress in the first place. And so my idea is this, is that the symptoms that you may be experiencing are actually your body's natural protective mechanisms to keep you safe if you needed to fight or run away. I was having a conversation with one of our clients yesterday, and one of the things that she brought up to me was the fact that she suffers with high blood pressure. And she said, nobody can figure it out. And so we start talking about her past and some of the things that happened to her in the past. And I'm not going to give all the details of it. But when we talk about high blood pressure, what we have to remember is like, yes, a medication can bring blood pressure back down. But what happens if she stops taking the medication? Then the blood pressure is going to come right back up again. Why is this a case? It's the case because her body is stuck in a fight or flight or stressed out state. The first thing that stress hormones do in our bodies is they increase blood pressure and increase heart rate. And so from this perspective, it's like, if there's long-term high blood pressure within the system, the question 
question becomes why. The question becomes why is the body stuck in a stressed out state? Why is the body increasing the blood pressure in the first place? And the answer to that is to keep you safe and protected because if you need to fight or run away, it is better that you have an increased heart rate. It is better that you have an increased blood pressure because you're going to pump more blood to your tissues to get you up and fighting or running away. It's a protective response. Now, here's the trick is that when we have these protective responses, we are meant to fight or run away. And literally nine times out of 10, when we have these protective responses, the stress response, the sympathetic branch of the nervous system response within our bodies, we don't get up and fight or run away. Remember, fighting and running away require one of two things, either fighting, lots of movement, or running away, lots of movement. And so most of the times we're sitting on a computer, we're sitting on our cell phones, we're sitting in traffic, we're sitting in our house, wherever we're sitting, we have all these stresses and our brain is going, hey, release stress hormones, we're gonna increase heart rate, increase blood pressure, increase increase blood sugar levels, increase cholesterol levels. We're going to increase insulin resistance. We're going to increase our fear, anxiety, depression. We're going to increase, or we're going to decrease our ability to remember things short term. We're going to negatively affect our memory. We're going to negatively affect our ability to learn. We're going to turn off testosterone. We're going to turn off growth hormone. We're going to start to break down connective tissue and muscle tissue so that we can build up more stress hormones. And all these things wreck your system. Short term, If we were cavemen and women and there was a bear or a lion coming to attack you in the woods, it would be vital that your body increases heart rate, increases blood pressure, does all the things that I just listed. The problem is that if your body gets stuck in that state long-term because you never fight or run away every time you have a stress, then your body stays stuck in a sympathetic or a fight or flight or a stressed out state. That fight or flight or stressed out state is literally what causes the symptoms within your body, but it's a natural response. It's your body's normal response to stress. So if we go into, let's just talk about some symptoms just real quick. If we talk about pain, for instance, one of the things that we know the stress response does is stress response releases cortisol. Cortisol negatively acts on the front part of the brain. Front part of the brain is responsible for your posture or one of the places in the brain that's responsible for your posture. So if we negatively affect the way your postural muscles are functioning, what muscles come in and do the work? The big muscles that are not designed to do long postural holds for you. And so these muscles start to get burning and they start to get tired and they start to get fatigued and your body starts to get aggravated. And this is how we experience pain. One of the other things stress hormones does is increase the pain response. And so short term, if you need to fight or run away, it's great because it keeps you protected and keeps you safe. Long term though, if we have these stress responses stuck on in our system, it becomes an issue like chronic pain. It becomes an issue like digestive issues. The reason that digestive issues happen, either diarrhea or constipation, are because we pull blood flow out of the stomach, out of the digestive system, out of the small intestines, out of the large intestines, when we have a stress response, because we don't want blood in the digestive system. We don't need to digest if something's coming to attack us in the woods. We need to fight or run away. So we take blood out of the gut, we put it in the big muscle so we have more oxygen to fight or run away. Short term, great, brilliant design. Long-term though, because we live in a different environment where we never fight or run away, it destroys our digestive system. That deterioration of our digestive system is going to cause digestive issues. It can cause skin issues. It can cause hyperactivity. It can cause more excessive stress. It can cause all kinds of things. And again, the interesting part about this and the reason I'm sharing it with you today is have you consider the fact that the digestive issues, the skin issues, the headaches, the neck pain, the back pain, the whatever it is that you're experiencing, it doesn't matter what the symptom is. It can all be traced back to the stress response and short term, short term stress is a great thing because it keeps you safe and protected. Long-term, it creates symptoms. But the interesting part and the thing I would have you understand on this podcast today is that your symptoms 
are your body's natural, normal response to trying to keep you protected long-term. So the question then becomes, why would we ever try to get rid of the symptoms? And the answer to that is that the symptoms don't matter. Yes, I care that you have pain. Yes, I care that someone has anxiety. Yes, I care that someone suffers with depression. Yes, I care that someone has digestive issues. Yes, I care that someone has chronic headaches. Yes, I care that someone has brain fog. The list could go on and on and on and on and on. But I don't want to simply treat your symptoms. We have to address the cause. And the cause is a nervous system stuck in a stressed out state. If we try to treat symptoms with hacks like supplements and other medications, the thing will always come back because it's not addressing the cause. The cause is stress. The cause is your body stuck in a stressed out state. And this is why I think it's so interesting and I get so passionate about this conversation, as you guys can clearly hear, is because so many people step into my office feeling like they're broken, feeling like there's no hope, feeling like no one understands what they're going to, feeling like there are no answers out there and this is just the way that life is supposed to be. And that couldn't be further from the truth because the reality is, is that if you are suffering with something right now today, and it does not matter what it is, if you are suffering today, you are only suffering because your body is naturally, normally trying to keep you safe and protected from an abnormal amount of stress that your body is under, whether you are conscious of it or not. And so this is the coolest part about it is that you are insanely powerful. Your body is insanely magical. God has given you gifts of healing and gifts of protection that no one else, no medication, no doctor could ever give you on their own. And this is why I tell every single person that we work with, you are your body's best doctor. You are your body's best doctor. There is no doctor smarter than the doctor that was given to you from your first breath of life and even before then that is already inside of you and has always been there. And your body is not portraying you. Your body is not betraying you. Your body is literally trying to keep you protected from an abnormal amount of stress. So the question then becomes, well, what do I do to get rid of the stress in my life? Nothing. This is the interesting part. You don't need to do anything to get rid of the stress inside of your life. What you have to do is allow your body to adapt to it and interpret those stresses in different ways so that you don't experience symptoms in the first place. So instead of going into fight or flight state, your brain says, ah, we don't need to stress out about that. Let's stay in the parasympathetic or the healing or the rest and digest state of the nervous system. And my friends, this is the encouragement that I have for you is that if you are suffering or you know someone who is suffering with something inside of their life that they have been told cannot be corrected, that it's just the way it is, I would have you consider that it is the normal God-given process that was put inside of your body to keep you safe and protected. Now, long-term, it becomes a very big inconvenience, but short-term, it keeps you safe, it keeps you alive, it keeps you here on this planet longer. My mission is to help people unlock the power within them so that their symptoms can go away. Not because I care about treating a symptoms, but because I care about one thing and one thing only, and that is addressing the cause. And we know 100% for sure, hands down through all the research, all the neuroscience is that the cause of 95% of lifestyle issues, lifestyle diseases are lifestyle diseases, meaning that they can be shifted. They can be corrected. They can be cured. And the cure is addressing the brain and taking the brain out of a stress or fight or flight state and into a health and rest and digest state. And when we do that, 
magic happens. Like I hear this every single day in my office that this is magical. It's not because it's magical. It's because you have the power inside of you. You were always given it. Your body is doing exactly what it was designed to do to keep you safe and protected. So when you consider what are the stresses inside of my life, how can I respond differently to those stresses? And then obviously the most important thing you can do is add brain-based chiropractic care to a part of your normal routine, because this will allow your brain, this will allow your limbic system, this will allow your brain stem to come out of that safety and protective state, that fight or flight state, and into a rest and digest state so that you can thrive, so that you can heal the way that you were always designed to. My friends, I love and appreciate every single one of you. If you got some value out of this episode, do me one of two things, leave a rating, leave a review. And then this is how we get this into the hands of more people. And I will come at you again next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Nexus podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.